Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the Liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com 
Welcome to Ross Patterson Revolution. It's game day. It's the day before game day. We got Rizwan Verk coming in tomorrow. We got him. He's coming on the show to talk about the simulation hypothesis. I know I've been excited about this for a long time, but uh, we're going to tape it, put it up on YouTube. You know I'm going there. I'm going there every show now. Subscribe to the video show on YouTube. All of these are now on video for your viewing pleasure. Subscribe to Ross Patterson Revolution on YouTube. Do it. Everybody else is doing it. Before we get into the show, we got some sponsors. Who pay? They really do pay for this whole show to be on the air. That's true. That, that, that is not a lie. It pays for all of this. The lights, camera, and all the action. First up, we got BlackRifleCoffee.com. Black Rifle Coffee is a premium roast-to-order coffee made with the hands of veterans and then bagged out and shipped straight to your doorstep if you're a subscriber to the Coffee Club of the Month program, which, look, I, I think I've been a member for over two years now. Super easy, man. Shit just gets dropped off at your doorstep the same date of every month, and they don't miss. They don't miss. It's about $4 cheaper than Costco. They got beans. They got K-Cups. I'm a K-Cup guy myself. Uh, but get in on the, on the dills, man. Once you sign up, then you start getting you know like a once-a-month email for like all the, like all the other raddest companies there is, like Bison Union and all those guys, and you get a uh, uh, percentage off for that too. Like, Dude, th- these guys are doing it in every way possible. The number one e-commerce coffee company in the world currently. Go to blackriflecoffee.com, type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Do it now. Next up, we got ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Gonna be doing a lot of things with Ghostbed coming up. Super excited about it. And uh, they're gonna be doing some things on this show and drinking bros as well. So we might as well combine it into one since I host both. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinker bros today and get yourself a mattress if you need it. If you are not sleeping well, chances are it is your fucking mattress or, you know, the 90 other stresses in your life. But I can tell you this, if you get a nice mattress, that'll take away at least half of those stresses. Uh, and so of those pillows, man. The ghost bed pillows are, are some of the finest on the planet along with their sheets. Dude, I just got their sheets. I'm super fucking stoked about it. I love this company more than life itself. Um, they know that you know, half our audience is, is military and first responder. They have a 15% off discount at the bottom of the page on ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros for you specifically. Boom, you get 15% off of everything forever. And there, that's a huge savings, man. You're looking at like 200 bucks off. For, for the regular humans like myself, they're still offering a, a, a ton of other amazing deals, man. The classic mattress is a hondo. Uh, the, the, dude, the adjustable base package the bundle package up in that bitch 7.99 come on that's only good for one time use because everybody was buying those things um the, the adjustable base has got usb ports flashlights you name it uh and as always 36 month pay as you go program no interest either no one's doing that on the internet thank you ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros go get your mattress today if you need one next up we got strikeforceenergy.com Strikeforce Energy is always bringing the thunder. Thunder. Feel the thunder. Lightning and the thunder. Thunder. I don't know why I needed Imagine Dragons for that, but it did. Four amazing flavors. Orange, a ridge, lemon, and make America grape again. They got a 10-pack, a 40-pack, and a 750-milliliter bottle. 
Boy, man, it's that time of year. Uh, ass eating season is about to end here in a couple days. Uh, it's time to get into bikini season. It is for bathing suit season. No carbs or sugars if you're on that diet and uh, you're trying to get away from those crashes in the afternoon, man. Strike Force Energy does it. Last, last longer than five hour energy, and uh, it's amazing. Tasty tiny little tin pouch. You rip it open and squeeze it into any liquid available. Kick the can. You do not need the can anymore. When you order their boxes, they come exactly like they do on the shelves of 7 Elevens, um, right by the register where you're just like, boom, you can take one out. You're good. You don't need a Ziploc bag. They also have a subscription of the month program. Go to strikeforceenergy.com today and get on it. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Next up, we got ledbyiron.com. This is the athletic apparel for dudes. I see everybody starting to wear this stuff now, man, all over social media. Uh, these guys, man, it's, it's, they're 100% first responder owned. Um, Josh Jeans, uh, Tyler Rainey, paramedic, firefighter, started this company. He's tired of like baggy workout clothes and shit that just wasn't fucking cool, man. Uh, so they went out and made their own brand. You see me wearing it all the time on, on the shows and, and all that stuff uh, with the LBI logo on it. That's Led by Iron. It's L-E-D-B-Y-I-R-O-N.com. Whenever you're buying one of their tees, man, it, go, it goes back to first responders. They get a thin blue line shirt. They get a thin red line shirt. Uh, and they're look, they're, they're cheap, reasonably priced. Uh, I love all of the products there at ledbyiron.com. Uh, appreciate them being on the show again, man. Uh, they were on last year, and they're, and they're back here. Go to ledbyiron.com today. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Last but not least, we got straightrazors.com. Ooh, that's a clean cut. Smooth. I'm not going to do Jesse's You Rike It. You know I can't do it. Um, that's hers. I'm not going to take it from her. I'm not going to take it from her. But if you're a real man, shaving in this life. Boom, best straight razors on the planet. If you're worried about using a straight razor, best safety razors on the planet. They got beard oils, mustache waxes, conditioners, shampoos, you name it, man. They got some of the finest razors and kits in the land. What I love about them is that smolder, man. I don't know what this scent is. And everybody else keeps writing me after buying this buying their products off the show, they're like, dude, you were right about the smolder scent. If you're going to go get uh, beard oil, get the smolder. If you get in the aftershave, get the smolder. I don't know what it is, but I fucking love it, and I use it every single day of my life. Go to straightrazors.com today and try it out, man. Revolution, 20% off, and that's a big savings there. Let's hop into the show, shall we? James, what? Just fashion friendly, (laughs) flirty. Well, what kind of jacket would you say that is? I like it, by the way. I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna. If you're watching the video show at home on YouTube, uh, tune in for Jesse's jacket, which I actually like. (laughs) Tune in for Jesse's jacket. It's totally Jesse. It's a working girl era <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah. slash i was gonna say that actually yeah because it's a longer very murphy brown yes <laughs> yes yes i like more of a, a melanie griffith yeah in a working, working girl. girl sure sure we all do we um all do. she won an oscar for that yeah yeah is that crazy was she wearing a kitten heel in that movie bunches <laughs> many 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 kitten heels that was always a weird one, right? She won for that. Uh, not really. I mean, I, I remember that 
that movie but, at the time to like my mom. I, I didn't see it. Obviously, I was a kid, but like um, I remember like to moms and things like that. It was inspiring and a lot of people for women at the time. Yeah. It's just what you have to do now to win an Oscar. Yeah, but you got to you know think of, mean? of back then. And I think, you know, back then when that movie was, I want to I wanna say it was early 80s, right? Mm-hmm. Was kind of, the culture no was, find out, but yeah. was changing in, there were more divorces. There were more moms with, with families and all that other stuff. And there were more moms working, like double income houses starting. So I think that movie just hit at the right time. And so it was like, to, it was at, more at the, the point, movie than her performance. Yeah, and at the at, at the time, it was groundbreaking. I think so. Yeah. You know, it kind of was like, all right, cool. And then Mr. Mom came out like after you know a few years afterwards, and it was like, oh, another woman in the workplace, right? Another woman voting, you know? right? Uh- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I think that's what that's what it was. And then she what she married. Antonio Banderas. Oh, yeah, Antonio Banderas. And I think they're still married, right? Banderas. No. Are they? Are they? Uh, no, no, she was she with was Don, Don Johnson. John. Yeah. And she made that boring little uh, yeah, cutie pie. That's right. That boring little cutie pie Dakota. at Dakota. Yeah. 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 Snooze festival. Snoozy cutie pie, yeah. right? Dum dum. <laughs> little dum dum, but so cute. We saw Don Johnson in a movie last night. <laughs> we did. Whenever he pops up, by the way. I could not. I, lo- I, I personally love Don Johnson. I want him. Okay, whenever he pops up to me, though, it's a comical situation. I cannot ever take him serious anymore. He's turned into this caricature, I think, of himself. And so. But here's why. So the movies that he's been popping up in is making fun of that caricature of it yes and so I, you have to go there i don't think you can flip-flop back yeah yeah so Once I, I think he's fully character. committed yeah yeah i think but i think he's fully committed to that now so but the movie that we saw him pop in this is the crazy part so i wanted to i i, fuck, well, I mean we're live on air so i will talk about it now i don't care um we i wanted to watch this movie what was it brawl and cell block 99 brawl yeah not bra brawl yeah. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Brawl. Did I say bra? Sounded like bra. Bra. Yeah. It was so a bra. brawl. Brawl in uh, Cell Block 99 mm-hmm. with Vince Vaughn, who was the lead. I begrudgingly right. and, put and, it well, on. Here, here's the thing. So I really wanted to watch this movie because I was a giant fan of Bone Tomahawk. And okay. it was the same writer-director. I had heard about this movie and I'd read articles about it. And they were like, oh, man, this could be another cult favorite. Right? So when we watched it... The first like hour was super slow and weird, and I couldn't tell if it was a drama or they were trying to be serious. I couldn't tell. You went to you went to sleep because you were like, "Dude, I'm 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 agreeing on this." You were long, over it. It was a long, long movie. in before it was about, anyone even yeah. got punched. Yeah. So okay, and it's called Brawl, <laughs> Cell Block ninety nine. So no violence whatsoever until good hour in probably. So I was like, dude. Good hour. And so I understand I'm good. it. I'm not even going to rag on you for, for okay. going to bed, right? Well, the last hour was incredible. It was amazing. I knew you were going to say that. But here was the I vibe of you. it was the vibe of it really of that movie was a 1970s kind of shaft type of B movie. Kind of a grindhouse type of movie. And I think... 
looking back on it now, because the last hour of that was enjoyable as shit. I loved it. Okay. Loved it. At the last hour of it, I was just like, oh my God, mm-hmm. this is what I came for. Why did it take an hour to get to this? I think they could have shortened it down the first hour. Sure. 20 minutes of, of mm-hmm. backstory, boom, he's mm-hmm. in the thing, and then... Cut down some of those long combos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, one just, of them uh, between one of your friends. Yeah, it was, uh, Mark Lucas, who I was in Stuntman with, and he was great. Sorry, Lucas. You were good, but that combo with you could have been really shortened. Ah, uh, Lucas is awesome. It's not his fault. No, I'm just saying he's he awesome. was great, but I'm just... <laughs> I don't want to say he's my beef right either. We did a we did a movie together and no, then you guys, hung out a few times afterwards. Other, I just yeah, 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 I just happened to what it, there's very few people you work with that are just great people in real life and you're like, oh my God, that guy's one of them for sure across the board. And he was in it. Yes, you're right. The convo could have been shortened down sure. a little bit. If you shorten that down to the first twenty and then went into that last hour, I think that movie could have been pretty big. Sure. I really do. I because I, I think a lot of people were like you, where they just shut it off after an hour and were like, dude, I'm I'm done. The when I say the violence escalates in this, oh my god, I'm talking heads getting chopped off. Uh, I mean, they started hooking Vince Vaughn up to to this uh, electric belly. It was thing. a back brace, yeah. That was it. Would look like a uh, a belt that you would you know like oh, for deadlift lifting. with, yeah, 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 yeah. But it was all. Electric, electric, like kind of a stun gunny type of vibe. Yeah, and then Don Johnson had the the clicker. Yeah, and so after that, there was just so many crazy deaths and like they they brought in like they they took his pregnant wife. I don't know. They took his pregnant wife and they said, "Look, we're gonna we're gonna kill." the baby inside of her and the baby inside of her was like, I think like four or five months. She was like four or five months pregnant in the movie. Mm-hmm. And they said, we're only going to remove, we have an abortionist yeah. that's going to come in and I only saw that. remove and the, bad guy from the baby's that. feet from inside her stomach. And then we're going to send you these feet from the fetus in prison. Let me just say one thing. <laughs> so this is the bad guy, G- German or Russian or something. I, I I, I'm not tell. sure. They never really explained Eastern it. European. Eh, some maybe Spanish. I don't know. S- listen, I don't know. But isn't he the same bad guy from Ace Ventura? Could be. I think it was. Could be. And again, White haired. Yes. You know, the, but very that was... thick accent. So he's talking to him. It's to me so funny. So Vince Vaughn, because when I see Vince Vaughn's face talking to this guy as he's explaining this graphic thing he can't even do, right? Yeah. And we have an abortionist that can take only the legs. Correct. And Vince Vaughn is just sitting. His face to me is always comedy. Yeah. So that's why Vince Vaughn, I can never go follow him down a drama road. I guess uh, True Detective, I did I went along with it. I thought it was pretty bit, good. But even that, when I see his face not doing anything, it makes me laugh. Yeah. So, so what do you want to say? It turns into comedy or something? Yes. So at that point, I realized at the exact point you were saying, I was like, oh my gosh, I, I think this is like an homage to like the 70s Grindhouse movies. Even it, when, when they were in the car and you were like, why are they listening to all this shitty music? I was like. Shitty. I was like, that's that was part of it, right? Okay. And so at the end, towards the end, um, they you know they bring out the abortionist, and it's this like young Asian man in a business suit, and like he's so upset because he didn't get to perform this 
to cut the feet off this thing. And I was like, oh, my God. It's pretty funny. So, like, I th- that whole vibe and everything they were going for was totally there. It just got to it a little late. And with that kind of stuff, I really like to be hit over the head with it. Gotcha. I don't love to be like, what? Is going on. So I, and I, then I have to watch it again yeah, with well, like, different eyes. You take the St. James Street James movies that I make. I do it like so you know opening two minutes. What you're getting What into. you're getting into. Fake names. And I think, fake everything. Yeah, I think there was a couple things they could have done, done with that movie to take me there quicker. Yeah. I, um, look, I think if you cut 40 minutes out of that, boom, you have a, a fucking cult classic that goes on forever. But I really enjoyed the last hour of it. And I think this guy, because I loved Bone Tomahawk with, with Kurt Russell. I think this guy could be on to something. My only complaint about Bone Tomahawk was the same, that I wish it was shorter. So right. I think if he shortens it up, man, this dude could be dope. Right. Because he writes and directs this stuff. And it's like, oh, all right. Once it clicked into me, it was hilarious. Like, it was, it was really fun. Yeah, I just wanted to click in a little bit. That's it. Sooner. So that, that's what Why you're missing. Why did you point to me when you said Kurt Russell? Your boy. Oh, my, my boy. Your boy. So I'm surprised you, because you fell asleep for that movie too. I'm surprised that was your I boy. Didn't even, I didn't even start that movie. No. No, you didn't start the fire at all. It doesn't do it for me. I can't even see you starting Avengers, this Endgame movie, even after it made $358 million and a billion dollars at the box office worldwide. That's mm-hmm. a three-hour movie. I can't even see you starting that, just based on the time code of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're good on that, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you'd have to start for that movie. You'd have to start it for me in bed with the TV on, what, what you reckon, 530? <laughs> Sun's still up. So, so you know, people know that you have to start a movie at a certain point. Yeah, yeah. For a, for a gal like me. Sure, sure. Party, 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 party. All night long. Don't you, you start do that movie past nine. Yeah. It's so, got to be eight o'clock or nothing. Once you miss that window. Right. I was, I was reading up on it online because I, I haven't seen the last two I haven't seen. Right, and everybody knows I'm not a big superhero guy, but I've watched them because of my my son likes to watch those movies. They're the only and things look, that they're action packed. Yeah, yeah, they and work. They don't swear. They're good. You can put them on, and you're like, all right, cool. He's got all the Avengers toys and all that other stuff. So, like, I'll probably go back and watch the other one, and then go watch this one. What I won't do ever on this show, and I can promise you that, no matter if I like something or dislike a movie or whatever it is, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it for you and ruin it. I'm not gonna give away the ending like a lot of other assholes tend to do. There was a guy on Twitter. He's actually a huge NFL football player. His his name is LaShawn McCoy. So he goes to an early screening of the Avengers movie, right? Mm -hmm. And then goes on his Twitter account. And he's, look, he's, he's been in in a pro bowl running back for years. He's toward, he's, you know, toward the down end of his career. And then just tells the entire ending online. People, fucking raged why over the weekend do, why did he do that he's just an asshole oh cool cool, cool, cool just cool. an asshole and it was like man it's one of those things where everybody pours their heart out for how many of those goddamn things do they make 11 or whatever Look, it was and they're i mean the things that nobody says i mean they do press everywhere yeah and they, everyone's yeah. tight-lipped i mean yeah. everyone um so to you have make this wrap-up movie dick, it's three yeah. hours and to have this dick 
the the weird thing about it is with LaShawn McCoy, he's a, he was a, he's been a pretty good football player. Mm-hmm. I, this is the only thing I'll actually remember him for. I think I saw a meme of that, which is the only reason why I know his name. Yeah, I, look, I think okay, this will be the spoiling. only thing that I remember him for because he never won a Super Bowl. So it's not like you can say, oh, man, you know, he had these record-setting performances. in the si-. no, no, he didn't. He didn't have, like, a sweet playoff run. So eh. so this is it, huh? Yeah. I, I think this is probably the only thing he'll be remembered for. That and then staging somebody at his girl- to break into his girlfriend's house, kick the shit out of her, and then take all of his jewelry back. And that's a real story. From the same guy. Same guy. So, Yeah. Uh, he was trending number one over the weekend. I was like, man, that doesn't make any sense for a 31-year-old running back. And then boom, right. there yeah, it boom. is. There it is. But look, I, I hope everybody out there enjoyed it. And uh, it was everything you hoped it was. Because for a movie to make that much money, clearly, I mean, it, you're looking at almost doubling the, the record. It's not yeah. even close, all the records this thing destroyed. I hope it was everything everybody wanted by, by Twitter's reactions to it for the last you know three or four days. It was, mm-hmm. and everybody was stoked on it. So that makes that I'm, I'm that's that makes me happy, and I'm I'm uh, I'm overjoyous about that because there's nothing worse than when you ruin a franchise or you ruin an ending things. Yeah, you can go back and listen to our catalog about my my raging on the ending of Seinfeld friends. Oh, sure. All that other stuff. Like, sure, man, just do what the fans want. Right. Um, also bloodline. I think it was another one. Yeah. Like, God damn it. Bloodline. That really f my B hole. That one in, huh? Yeah. That really f my whole entire B hole. That, that one that f your whole B hole. Yeah, it did. Wasn't stoked about the ending of bloodline. I love, I love that show. Yeah. Waybun, Detective Waybun. You know that I can get down on a nice detective, Detective Waybun. Oh yes, I do. Um, so I, do. I, I, yeah, don't don't f it up, dude. Realize the importance and the gravity of it that it that it holds in people's heart. For sure, and, and really and go the Avengers for it. Did and they have the money to do so, and good for them. Good for them. I don't know. Look, with the Avengers. Because of the, the contracts and because of that cast and because of who's in it, you're short on time to write those scripts, mm. I, I think, in my opinion. And I think that's what happened to Star Wars, why I got so shitty, is you know you buy a, fr- a franchise for $5 billion, and then you're on a time clock because the studio's got to make their money back, um, and they're just kind of racing these things out, and then you end up with like the Han Solo movie that was right. a disaster all the way around. And I, my, my reaction to the, the first or the last you know, two that came out where people were still pissed about those films. So I think they're spending more, they spent more time with the one that's coming out around Christmas with the Avengers. They didn't, they just kept gassing those things out and uh, everybody loved them. Yeah. So it's rare. Good for them. Um, the Russo brothers, those guys fucking do it, man. Do Russo, it. Russo brothers. The Russo brothers. I want to talk about another homeless story that somebody sent me. Uh, o- over the weekend you do love to talk about the I, I don't it's not I'm that joking. I like to talk about the homeless it's just it's happening more and more in a lot more places and I'm like man what's the deal like when is everybody finally going to turn the corner on this because we had Cher she finally was just like I'm, I'm done with this I'm done with pretending that immigration and all this other bullshit is 
isn't affecting us. The latest one that somebody sent me was the Johnny Rotten story. And I was like, what? Let me read more. He's been calling the cops on these homeless vagrants who have taken over his doorsteps of his posh $3 million mansion in, in, on Venice Beach. Okay. Claims that there was so much poo in the sand. Use the term poo, by the way. Of course. Um, which I, I find it a little, little well, childish. Right. What would you think? Shit. Shit. Yeah. Okay. It's Johnny Rotten, you know? Yeah, but you're calling the cops. Shit. There's shit, shit everywhere. Shit. Right. He also said there was a bunch of needles all over the beaches and, you know, he's worried about people stepping on him and all that other shit. So he called the cops. He's been calling the cops over and over again. Mm-hmm. And he said it's this it's it's a group of these young homeless men and they're uh, right around their their 20s, like 24, who are just creating all this mischief and he can't get into his his door and all right. this other shit. Right. And I was like, "Man, you're the guy who wanted to rage against the establishment." Uh-huh. You were that guy. He was that guy, the poster boy for it for ever, forever. Punk rock. Uh, every, every, a lot of people say he invented punk rock. There's nothing Some more punk rock say, yeah. than taking over a rich rock star's mansion and just sleeping there and shooting up on the outside. Shooting up, shitting outside. Taking a shit in the sand. Yeah. yeah. Fuck the establishment, brother. So Except what? when it happens to you and then you're super rich. Yeah. So the comments in this article were amazing, by the way, because it's exactly what happens to everyone in this life, I think, pretty much. Yeah. Unless you're blind to it, like a, a, an Alyssa Milano, like blind to your own hypocrisy and shit. Sure, sure. Like an Alyssa Milano or, or Deborah Messing or mm. Barbara Streisand or whatever. His comments were, you know, uh, to to the reporter who asked him, they said, hey, man, you built a living off of fuck the establishment Mm -hmm. and all of this stuff and the youth movement and everything else. Like, why is it any different now with what's going on right now? And it was like, oh, because, you know, I'm a hardworking bloke and I earn my money and I earn this mansion and all this Mm -hmm. other shit. Cool, man. But all of the people you raged against in the establishment were also hardworking people who earn their money. Mm-hmm. And if you want to say that it was a bunch of trust fund kids and all this other shit, you married one. His right. wife of 35 years is a German like newspaper heiress. Mm, okay. They haven't, they've had millions of dollars for years and years and years. And I commend them. They've been married for 35 years and congratulations. I was there. So were you. During that Venice revolution where it went from shitty kind of duplexes up to multi-million dollar houses and all that other stuff. All along the beach, yeah. All, all along the beach. Glass. I will say this. There is a difference between the punk movement and homeless kids shooting up. Why? The, um, I will say they were doing something, and he is right. So they were in a band... And they did have, like, a place to live. And they would play, you know, play concerts, whatever, and party mm-hmm. super hard in yeah. certain places. But the punk movement is not uh, homelessness outside shitting everywhere and shooting up. Now, but but if, if you trade it for the 70s, right? And you, you watch that Bourdain thing with me. Right. Where that's... Part of the punk movement in that old town, New York, was living in abandoned places. Remember, they were living in the warehouse district. It was empty. We, people were shooting up. That's true. Anthony Bourdain went through 
what was that? The heroin guy's house who had all mm-hmm. those heroin packages went through all of them. It was like, oh man, I remember coming down here. Every, I mean, these these flop houses existed back in the seventies, but there was the homelessness problem wasn't as bad as it was today. Right. And back then, New York was kind of empty, half of it, and it was right. dangerous and dirty, and it was just like it, like then. They, they were cleaning up the streets and there was a lot of homelessness and drug use and all that shit. Right. So they were doing it in abandoned houses and not in, in front of mansions. Because they could. Now there is no abandoned houses sure. anymore. So okay. they got to live on the sidewalks or the beach. That's fair. But and I most of them are the losing. Sex Pistols were doing something. They were practicing. They were playing shows. They were making albums. Totally. So they were doing something, whether they fucking flopped and were crazy and fucking you know right but but i mean look most of their stories were this of like ah we were just playing music we didn't expect anything of it you know sure i'm just saying they were doing something we don't know that the homeless aren't doing something underground jesse we don't know what they're doing so they could be building things that's the thing (laughs) is that it's so easy you know in ventura venice these places, San Francisco. Well, it's warm. The climate has the a lot climate to do with it. The climate is great. There's, you know, it's liberal. So there is a lot of people that will do things for you, give you money. Yeah. You and, know, so. And they're all sanctuary cities. And so you can live there. They don't want to offend anyone. So they're very much like, you know, it's your area. They'll just not go there. Right. You know, there's a lot of homeless people. So. We just won't go there. Yeah. Instead of doing anything to clean it up or help them or put them in shelter or but that I guess my question is what what do you reckon they do about it? Me? Like the yeah, like what how do you how do you fix those young American Numero cal- Uno. You gotta start with, with immigration. How is what does those homeless guys do have to do with immigration because a lot of them came over they don't have jobs they don't have anything and they're they're homeless so i don't where else would you go i'm saying i I don't i don't see a lot of them not being just like american dudes what do you mean uh the homeless people it's it's mixed now across the board so it's it it's gotten so bad that i don't i don't think you can define it to to just one singular race race anymore like uh, that's what it is when i said stop it with immigration first right first Mm -hmm. of all stop letting people into the country control what you have now and then figure out what the numbers are homeless wise right and then build around that figure out how to get them off the streets once you have a hard number to deal with the problem is you're not going to get it anymore there's so many people in and out and across the border and all that stuff you don't know what the funding is that you need for for homelessness for shelters Oh, so instead of doing stuff for the refugees, for these immigrants, we'll do more for For, uh, the people that live here. That are in America. And stop American homelessness first. Mm -hmm. Stop worrying about immigration and everything else. Figure out what that is and then how to finance that first and actually get a number of it. Because we don't really know. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was, you know, we talked about the census the other day about saying whether or not you were a citizen that that one singular question that's going to help determine the funding for all of these areas and how many people actually live there and what's going on right right now i don't know that you'll ever get a number because a lot of people just roam from place to place to place but it's like all right cool who is that why how do we get them off the streets and into a better life right you're not going to know 
what to spend or what what budget you need state by state if if you don't get an accurate assessment of how many people actually live in your state and how, how many people are out on the streets i think that's one two with la and all that stuff like you've got to you've got to stop becoming sanctuary cities where all of this shit is okay how'd they fix it in new york they just kept kicking them out kicking them out oh yeah i mean it it got and then they built it up so i mean they started with little things in new york where i mean it was the smallest things where like railings just railings, right? They wanted to keep the riffraff out, mm-hmm. like skateboarding and people hopping in, you know, other people's shit and digging in the trash. They put these just little tiny metal spikes on all the gates. Like mm-hmm. if you if you go there and just look at the top of the gates of the things, like that was that was one of the first things they made where it was just like, all right. I thought it was maybe just for skateboarding. And they were like, no, you also can't reach over. Right, it makes it deters people from just jumping over, just seeing that little spike. Mm-hmm. And it's not like crazy sharp or anything. It's just. Uh, Kind of the roundness of maybe the end of an iPhone, right? But it's it's up. It's maybe two or three inches up. So you can't, you know, yeah, reach over into people's garbage. You can't pull out their cans. You can't pull out their mm-hmm. shit. Uh, you know, skateboarding was the other thing. Like, oh, it's too dangerous, everything else. Then they started with, with park benches. Park benches was another one. You ever notice there's a divider mm-hmm. on all the park benches? It's to keep people from sleeping across yeah, them. Yeah. So that was another one. And then... Central but it's more Park. like police just kept moving them, kept well, arresting they kept passing them, kept laws. moving them. Correct. And they yeah. kept passing new laws in New York, right? Right. And there was a, a mayor, I don't know, wasn't Giuliani. There's somebody Bloomberg? else. That, 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 no. I for, God bless it. I forget who, who it was. Who's credited with cleaning up the city. And there's a group, a specific group. And once New York was cleaned up, that guy is now in LA, um, but he's working in the Hollywood district not on the beaches Mm-mm. um but the central park thing was next to new york so they started passing laws we couldn't sleep in the park because mm-hmm. that used to be a thing yeah where it was like man don't yeah, go into central, central park, park yeah was not like a safe place no not at go. all i remember no. that for sure yeah so then they, they started passing like you can't sleep in the park mm. uh you can't go to the park after certain hours that type of thing i think that's where you start it and then uh you know You've got to be honest with yourself about what these people do, what you can do with them, how many of them need mental help and, and all yeah, of that other stuff. That's like the other thing. And yeah. then, you know, instead of giving them needles, it's like we need to give them rehab. Well, instead of, instead of giving them boxes, like it's Starbucks, right? Yeah, or clean just places encouraging to it. shoot up. Exactly. Saying, hey, man, cool, just keep shooting up and we're going to put a box in at Starbucks or whatever it is. So that must have been the thing in Seattle where it's just like, what do we do? It was, yeah. They're going to keep doing it. Yes. Uh, they won't go to a rehab facility even if we build it. So what's the other option to clean up our streets, not to help them? Yeah. I mean, their hope is really that they just kill themselves. Well, but in a clean, separate that, area that I don't have to see. That's what the hospitals and the prison systems want to happen because... When I was there, they got, you know, all those hospitals got popped for dumping those homeless people out in the middle of the night, still in the the robes. Yeah. Still in that, that paper thing. And they Mm. were just like letting them out of vans down on Skid Row. Yeah. And they got popped doing that because they didn't want to take care of them anymore. They were being overran. Mm -hmm. The police were like, we don't want to deal with this anymore. And that's the problem when you are a sanctuary city where you're not allowed to, you know, really arrest them unless they're doing things and, and everything else. It's just going to keep going up and up and up and up and up. And this, look, this started maybe 10 years ago, 
Mm-hmm. There was a period when you and I lived there where Venice was clean, where it was just like, man. It was cleaned up a little bit. I mean, there was the, you know, the classic people trying to sell stuff or playing a guitar. Yeah, yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it wasn't. And there was actually, it always has been, once it gets dark there, you got to get out. Yeah. It has never been like that clean to where it's New York. Like New York, you can go anywhere. I feel feel safe in New York pretty much any time. So in Venice, it was like totally fine during the day and a little bit after sunset. And then always, always, it was like, you have to get out of there. Right. So yeah, I look. You got multi-million dollar houses now that are all throughout Venice. So you can't buy you can't buy a house in Venice for under a million dollars right now. Mm-mm. Not even off the beach. Mm-mm. On the beach, forget about it. Mm. Probably four to five somewhere mm-hmm. in there. So I, and you're buying the house with all those homeless people outside. Yes. So like, yeah, it's four million dollars, but like people are gonna shit. In your yard. Shit in your yard, and that's what Johnny Rotten was saying. Was like, I can't get in the door. Like I've got to climb over these people. To get inside. Yeah. And that's that's the biggest issue when oh, we're in a sanctuary city and everybody can just live and you're free and there's no borders. You can do whatever you want. Don't discriminate. That's what happens is your city gets overran. Yeah, people. And then you're a hostage inside your own three, four million dollar mansion at that point. You don't want to go outside. If you could, if you could Postmates everything and get everything shipped in, eh, great. Your view is awesome. Yeah. You know, as long as you're up on your Ugh. second story, not looking down at the homeless people, but even your view being is amazing. where those really nice houses are <laughs> over there at night, like is fucking scary. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know it. Like you oh, can I smell it. it right now. Just as you said that you can smell it. I know it. Yeah. So with it. Johnny Rotten turning, share turning, I wonder how long it is. The only reason like Alyssa Milano and these, the rest of these assholes don't bitch about it is they live up in the hills. Yeah, they don't live in any area that they're not in in with the people. Yes, so they are. They are up Calabasas in the hills. Calabasas doesn't have to deal with no. it. Um, these kind of Beverly Hills, like there's places where you can completely not even understand. And, and the reason why is because you're in the hills, so you've got to walk. If you, let's say you were homeless or a robber, because this is what they pitched me on when I moved to Beachwood Canyon. They were like, I was like, how how is the crime and everything up here, or whatever? And they were like. Nobody wants to steal uphill. No. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Same with homeless. Or they're not like going to the walk all the way up or whatever. Through. Yeah, the they're not going to walk three miles up into the canyons to, to yeah. sleep in front of Deborah Messing's house or, or Alyssa Milano. She, I think she's probably, I think she's in a gated community in Calabasas. And you're like, bro, I'm sure I can't even. I'm sure. Just take a walk. Just take a walk down there and, and see how safe it is. Let me know if your family feels safe down there. Yeah. And even Beverly Hills, every place is no loitering and it's all stores and things. So like you can't, you can't can't be anywhere. You just keep getting kicked, kicked, kicked all the way to the beach. And they pay top dollar, the taxpayers in Beverly Hills to have that. Of like, hey, there is no homelessness on Rodeo Drive or Canaan or any of those for that reason of like, all right, great. Right. Uh, The problem with Santa Monica and Venice is those areas are still, I would say, in the last 15 years, new new rich, where it was just like, oh, cool, man. Like, back in the day, you could still get houses for, for cheap, and, like, they don't have that kind of money yet. Like, the, the, the zones haven't changed, where they have that kind of money to take over the board and say, all right, the Venice police has got to be more 
vigilance. Santa Monica police. Right, but they also have the beach element. So like there is the public beach there. So you can chill there, you know, migrate in a little bit, get kicked out, go back to the beach. And it's just like, like I said, they you can't stop people from going to the beach. No. So they push and push and push and push them. And then they finally end up in the beach. And that's why like Ventura was so, you know, bad too. Cause it's like you push them from main street Uh out from there, out from the benches, blah, blah, blah. But they just go to the beach. beach. Yeah. Yeah. And and the weather is nice. And so that's look, that's not going to change. Uh, it's just not, but I was, whoever sent that in, it was a super interesting read. Cause I, I didn't, I didn't know about that. I didn't hear about it. And I was like, Oh man. Now once the punk rock guy goes down, the father of punk, right. Then it's like, all right, cool. Um, I just like how everybody changes when they get older, get older and get some money. Yeah. I mean, it's everybody in the end, once you get older and have money, always switches to the other side of like, you know what, man, I'm really tired of people. Tired of the shit. Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) you just like, you forget. It's like, you know, you you, you, you totally forget how you felt at that age. I I don't. (sighs) Me, do you? Like, I I remember how I felt at that age. But I remember capitalism and the American dream and all that stuff. And that was always the biggest part, right? Where you, to me, when you're, you know, you're in your teens or 20s, you're like, oh, man, I can help people and change the world and all that stuff. Then as you get older, you look back on it and you're like, man, there's, there's some things I can't help without certain laws in place. You know, like you could go out and give food to the homeless every single night down there and never reach the end of it. Right. Ever. So I, I think as you get older, it's not so much the punk rock is gone, maybe, but it's it's uh, money and then laws. And then you realize government is just stuck. You can't do, you can't really do anything about this, you know. And then Trump was I, he said this and I don't know. I don't know if it's true. I, I, I would imagine it's true because he tweeted it out. But uh, he said that he was dumping off because all these illegals are coming in. The borders are fucking crazy right now. And he, he's, he's instructing ICE and all those guys just to drop them off in sanctuary cities. And he said that that's already begun. So oh, great. his point was this. If you want to be a sanctuary city, then let's try to take you off of federal funding because clearly you don't need it. And then let's really put, like, since it's a sanctuary for everyone, let's just put all the people that you want to help or save or, or, or everything that you've said that you you stand for let's go ahead and put them in your city and then see what happens mm-hmm. oh that's great and it's going to be an absolute nightmare that's great um so congratulations if you're in one of these cities because i mean we all we get messages whenever we talk about this all we get is messages by the way from people who live in seattle and like portland in particular um all up and down the west coast who are like Hey man, thanks for talking about it. It was it's worse than you you're actually saying. Mm. We don't go there that much, so like I, I don't know except for what to we where? read. Yeah, uh, up and down the West Coast. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, even that last trip to L.A., we were there for three weeks, three and a half weeks, or whatever. I didn't go to the beach one single time. No, didn't have time for it. No, because we were in like the Silver Lake area. Yeah, and it's about four hours <laughs> to go to for a twelve the, mile for a twelve mile. To, absolutely to go that over there. So. No. Speaking of Hollywood, by the way, uh, Empire sticking with Jussie. Every time I think this story is over, because I'm sick of him. I'm sick of that whole fucking bullshit. Ugh. 
Every time I think this story's over, something else just keeps popping up with this fucking guy. And he, you're he forced wanted. to talk about it. Got what he wanted. So he gets this off from this. all he wanted from all this. The DA drops the case, Kim Fox, who will no longer have a job whenever her next election mm-hmm. is up. The city's suing him for $185,000. And by doing that, it, it, they want one of two outcomes. The city of Chicago is suing this. By the, they, the case costs $185,000 to investigate this, this fake hoax that he created, this fake, fake you know, racial hoax. Sure. Um, and they, they want their money back. Uh, or they want them to go to trial. That's number two. Right. So they can say, here's all the evidence we have. Mm-hmm. I can promise you this. They're going to settle on a number and this will never go to trial. No. Um, one. Two. With Empire, which shoots in Chicago, if they bring this fucking show back with him on, because the cast, Taraji P. Ooh. Henson, Terrence Howard, all of them signed a petition saying we want Jesse back. We think that he was validated and that in the, in the, and then they got political in this letter they wrote to, to Fox. They said in the current political climate, we believe that there's a lot more going on than meets the eye. And it was just like, come on. There is. And then he was spotted having lunch, like a power lunch at a posh New York restaurant with the showrunner, which I can promise you this. Especially with Fox, because we know the answer to this with Clayne. They don't tell you shit. They cut off all communication once oh, they, they are done, with, done you, with you. Zero communication. Bye bye. I can promise you the showrunner would not be at lunch with Jussie if they weren't discussing his comeback and, and how they're going to deal with it Absolutely. and all of this shit. I would be shocked if Fox picked up the series again. Because I don't know who's going to watch it after that. The ratings were shit on their finale. Yeah. Because people were like, I'm, I am done with this show and this asshole. If they bring this back, this would be unbelievably shocking. I mean, I, I think, what is it? We're at the end of April here. Usually Upfronts is second weekend in New York of May. They're going to make a decision here in probably in the next 10 days of whether or not the show is coming back. Because they have, they have to do the meet and greet with the advertisers in New York. Mm-hmm. If he's in New York already... They have to be bringing this show back. I'm not going to watch it. People are going to rage. I'm surprised because Disney I watched for a while. Disney so. bought Fox, and uh, the fact that they would want this kind of controversy on their rosters is is really surprising. Well, I'm not sure what to say about that. Why? Um, because the the layers are like in the intersectionality game mm-hmm. that is now the world that we live in he is second on the totem so if it was a black lady yeah she would be you know you can't say shit to her sure you can't offend her you can't fire her you can't not believe her right black lady gay black man i mean mm, yeah you you're, really, you're really checking all the, the boxes there checking all the boxes of they are right in this day and age. We can't, we can't not believe. We can't. Um, but the police, the chief of police believe. The mayor of Chicago believes. Mm-hmm. Um, I am proof positive <laughs> that 
the DO, the, the Department of Justice will probably get involved at some point here. Has to, During right? this case. I mean. You can't fake a hate crime on a national level like this and get away with it. I, I don't think so in today's world. What's amazing to me is that, I mean, he is maintaining that he did not do that. Well, look, they dropped all the charges. Mm-hmm. What else is he going to say? Right. I wouldn't say shit. Move on with my life. Because when it does come out or whenever, you know, I wouldn't say shit. Yeah. So don't, come, don't then come out and be like, I didn't, I didn't do anything. What are you saying? You didn't do anything. We know you did it. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows you did it. What are you talking about? Again, if it had been dropped and he just fucking disappeared, it would be like, hey, the, the headline is he got away with whatever it was, or it wasn't a big enough crime to put whatever, whatever. But him coming out after and being like, see, yeah, I told you. And exactly like this too. Same as the interview that he fucking did. Yeah. See, I told you I would not be my mother's son if I could ever do something like this. And you're like, but you did. That's yeah, crazy, isn't but it? But you did. Yeah. And it was all over. Look, and the police have it narrowed down to something so specific as he wanted to raise on the show. Look, if you're the police department you, and you know all the facts, we've seen all the videos with the brothers buying the rope and the, the red hats and all that stuff. And you're like, Man, I don't know what else we need. At need? this point to move on. And there's cameras all over that city. I don't, I just don't understand how you think you're going to get away with anything anymore. I, the, the other story too was this. You this, can get away with it. If you are at a certain level of, we don't want to offend you. you. You can. So here's, so he got away with it because of that. It's such a small portion though at the, at the top who can get away with it now though. It's amazing. Isn't I it? I don't know. Is it the lady was what black lady that let him off? He is gay black man that whatever the show that is putting him back on the air is all black. Yeah. Lee Daniels. But look, the the head of Fox is not. So we'll see. The head of Disney is not. We'll see. But again, they could be bringing them back because they don't want to offend anybody. So I don't know. It's going to offend the audience. I can tell you that. Uh, But speaking of these cameras being everywhere. Uh, there was another awesome story that I read about these. Did you hear about the the bad grandpas, the eight bad grandpas over in England? No, what? What is this? This this reminds me of like when you hear this story. When I when I read it, I was like, man, have I seen this movie with like Tommy Lee Jones and like Clint Eastwood and maybe Morgan Freeman, or um, a little maybe a John Travolta in there? Or no, no, you need it. Like you need an older an older man in this, like a bunch of older men. How They're calling them the eight grandpas. Uh, they were all like thieves back in the day. Okay. They're all between the ages of like 53 and 75 or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And they all get together. And one of the guys who was like 70 was, was saying, man, I'm, I'm starting to run out of cash. Like what if we just did one last job? Just one, one job together. Again, it sounds like a movie it's with a movie. like, yeah. Uh, with like a Clint Eastwood in it, you know? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just angry about yeah, life, yeah, yeah. and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this a one Morgan last. Morgan Freeman, maybe. Yeah, I'm gonna do one last mm-hmm, job. I'm gonna mm-hmm, go out there mm-hmm. and do. I say we can all get together, come up with a perfect plan, and do one last job. They actually did it. So the eight of them got together and they robbed a, a jewelry store, like where people's jewelry was inside the safe, mm-hmm. and they used like a battering ram and all this shit. And like, look, London in particular, is notorious for how many cameras and the Big Brother element of it. Oh, sure. It's probably the most surveilled 
city there is Mm -hmm. maybe in the world where it's just like they have cameras from everywhere. Well, they kept bashing in this thing and uh, it was only like on a Saturday and they couldn't crack it. And I guess it wasn't only open on like business days or something. They couldn't crack it. And so like half of them gave up. They're like, we can't get through this thing. And the other half were like, fuck this. We're going to go back in and get it. And they did. Um, And they all got caught and they all... (laughs) (laughs) They all went down And over in England This story came out And they've kind of become heroes Where everybody's like Look Nobody got hurt Nobody was in the store at the time It was over the weekend The thing was closed Like So what? Let's go easy They each got seven years Which isn't terrible That's a lot They stole 20 million dollars worth in jewelry (laughs) But one of them probably just got back in contact with their daughter you know, and they were gonna all of it. They did. Yeah, everything you were thinking gonna, happened. Yes, and they did were gonna happen. like make it work. Yeah, and just one last job, yeah. dear. You know, the the daughter finally was like, okay, forgave him for the previous. Yeah, stuff, yeah. And then know? like uh, some of the some of the guys teamed up against uh, one person who was like, he made everybody do this. He was the Ooh, one that really that. needed them. It's exactly what you would see in a movie with you know. Maybe it would be more of like a Guy Ritchie deal. But was but still with Clint Eastwood. Sure, Morgan sure, Freeman, sure. I'm right, just saying right. it'd be right. you <laughs> Tommy know Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Michael Caine. You gotta throw Michael Caine in. Guy, there. Yeah, a guy Ritchie type. Huh, where they're like freeze, you know. Yeah. Super fast running in a freeze. Guaranteed. I would say the over under for this being bought into a movie Abs- is uh, Probably 60 days. Lutely. That's my over under on that. What would we call it? Well, they're calling them the eight bad grandpas. So this that's what they've kind of labeled them as over there. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Senior thief. I don't like I don't I don't know what you you know. Right, right. AAR thief. AAR thief? Yeah, instead of AARP. No? Is that a reach? Am I re- did A-A-R-thief. I reach on that one? Thief. Nailed it. Did I reach on that one? Was that am I reaching on that one? <laughs> uh, why wouldn't it be like A A R T? But yeah. Uh, I don't know, James. Just A A R T. Nailed it. Nailed, Nailed it. it. Proud of yourself. I'm, Gosh, I'll think about I feel it. Great about that. Gosh, I'll think about it. <laughs> So when they call me for my name, it's going to be something of Father Time, right? Or like the family jewel or like yeah, yeah, yeah. Grandpa Wood. <laughs> oh, Grandpa's Wood. You can't, you know, you can't, you can't no. call it Grandpa's Wood. Grandpa's Watch. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't call it Grandpa's Wood, by the way. So oh, please why? don't do that. I, you know, I think that would conjure Just the up. Wood, like the wood that he. Nope. Nope. The wood that Grandpa has. No. At his no. <laughs> nope. What are you going to start the fire with? Still. Grandpa wood. <laughs> Everybody You're knows You're still that. talking about an old man's dick. No, I'm yeah. talking about wood. You know, Grandpa's, grandpas always have, you know, a <laughs> stick to beat people off or wood to start the fire. Don't, don't grandpas, always, the grandpas always have wood around. The grandpa's wood. Uh-huh. Nope. No. No, 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 no. We're going to go ahead and retract that I'd real like quick. a song to be in the movie. You know that song? I don't care. I love it. I think Randy Newman. Is Randy Newman still alive? I think he is. Yeah. Randy Newman should definitely do it. So no, not like not like a, I don't care. 
I love it. Like that no. kind of vibe. No. no. Boys are back in town's definitely gonna be in it. And I think it's Obviously. I think it's scored and by jailbreak Randy will be at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching uh, Teen Wolf came on last night. Mm-hmm. And I was watching that another Randy Newman song popped up in the middle of that and I forgot about it. I was like, oh classic man. Classic, classic. Newman. He popped up right in the scored middle. Our, scored our entire life, childhood. Right when he turns into a werewolf in the middle of the basketball game, that's when it kicks that's in Newman, and they huh? start winning all those games. Um Big, big Teen Wolf fan. And again, that extra, I put that that picture of that guy's penis on my Instagram still stories. Still in there. They still leave that little that crazy? snippet. Yeah, I would think that by now. Whoever doesn't know this story, by the way, I posted it. You can go to my Instagram at, at stjames, stjames, if you want to check it out. I posted, this is my favorite extra move of all time. Uh, right when Michael J. Fox hits the game-winning free throws, dad's waiting in the stands to give him a big hug. There's one extra out of all of the, the 300 that rushed the floor to congratulate the Teen Wolf for winning the title. Mm-hmm. One extra stands right by the dad and pulls his dickhead out of his pants mm-hmm. and leaves it there and just is clapping. He's clapping and then with and his dickhead. Right at it's that. Right, it's the perfect moment. Yeah. And how did they you, know? You want to talk about team. finding the camera. He found the camera. And oh. then when it cuts back. You can see that he's quickly zipping up his pants real quick, mm-hmm. as fast as he can. Mm-hmm. It's still in there, and it's still in there. It's amazing. It's amazing. But that was another Newman pick. Try and find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. I was surprised that there was some Newman in there. So yeah, if you're gonna score the Grandpa's Wood movie, Grandpa, yeah, Grandpa's Wood. <laughs> you've got to go Newman on that whole score. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe throw Biden in that. Like have Joe Biden make a surprise appearance. Just kind of like around the corner. Yeah, just pop around and be mm-hmm. like, hey, guys. Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe try and do an English accent. Now, are they all going to do English like accents? I think you have to. So we're talking. Because it takes place in London. Right. So we're talking. They were all British. Clint Eastwood. Don't see him doing an English accent. Tommy Lee Jones. I, I could see. Oi. I could see TJ Lee doing it. He could probably do one. Oof. Michael Kine. Michael Caine, obviously. He's, he's going to be great at it. Morgan Freeman doesn't do any other voice except for no. Morgan Freeman. Nope. Nope. That's like would Vince be Vaughn hilarious. doing a Southern accent last yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> Why, dude? Why? <laughs> but I think, I think you go that route, maybe, uh, you know, maybe age up a Vinnie Jones. Yeah, I was just going to say. Well, that's why I say a Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Because he's got if he's Connery, got a bunch Connery retired of old, from acting, yeah, but if Connery got, was still there, boom, he'd mm, throw him blammo. in. Blammo. blammos. Oh, blammo, blammo, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but Biden, by the way, he, he, he popped his little head into the news. What happened? Uh, people were, were, were wondering, you know, because he's older and they were saying he's trying to get rid of the grandpa vibe, the creepy, creepy uncle. They're calling uh-huh. him Uncle Joe online and the grandpa vibe. He said he's had a bunch of work done. And they were like... Are the is the media going to come down on Biden the same way they came down on Hillary Clinton for getting work done? Work. Uh, so I, you got a bunch of Botox. Yeah, um, we know. I didn't know that. Oh, you I, can tell. I, I had no idea. Um, the- Botox. So you, you got hair plugs. Mm-hmm. Um, they were showing like pictures of him in the seventies versus now. He has more hair now than he did in the seventies, and I was like, yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, veneers. Look, man, if, if everybody could afford veneers. To go do it. I mean, they're amazing. Especially at a certain age. Yeah. It's either denture or veneer, right? Yeah. And if you can afford veneers, good good on you. Yeah. They're great. Um, 
man, your teeth are just constantly white. Ooh. You can drink red wine and coffee all day long. Oof. Go ahead and do it. Save you from getting your teeth whitened. Yep. That fucking awful feeling in your mm-hmm. goddamn mouth for mm-hmm. the next week, two mm-hmm. weeks after that. Sure. So, I don't know. I, I, I think he, they're going to give him a pass on this one. I don't think anybody's going to say shit because he's a dude. Yeah. And why would they? Because it gets nasty. So that's the thing. So, but why? Why would? Why did they give Hillary shit? And what did she get done? Because they were trying to. They were looking for an Whatever edge. Whatever it is, it didn't work. They were looking for an edge mm-hmm. to say, "Hey, this candidate is so old. You do not. You can't trust them." You know, with Hillary, they were like, "She's always falling down. She's got all these problems. She's not showing up anywhere. She's too old. She's too frail." So this is the one thing they're going. This is the not the one thing, but the major thing that they're. They're going after Biden for because he's 79, right? So ooh, he's trying to get ooh, some work done ooh. to uh, to hip up a little young up a little bit. Sure. And I, I understand it because that's that's the main argument they have. Him and Bernie are the two. What Bernie is what, 78? Mm-hmm. Biden, I think, is 79. So that's going to be a major issue this summer during the the debates and all that stuff of of age. Because it'll go there real quick. Have you hung out with an 80-year-old lately? I <sighs> my grandparents were in their 80s. It's rough. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It depends. You just don't trust them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? To like know what they're talking about. Do you, would you trust them to drive your kids around? Would you trust them to, you know? Yeah. You do? But there's a little thing in the back. Where you're like, gosh, they aren't as sharp. You know what's weird? So on my on my dad's side, my my grandfather always drove. He was pretty sharp. There was no issues out of him. Like steady customer, cool, calm, and collected the entire time. Um, he was fine. Other grandfathers, though, yeah, I I, I know exactly what you're saying. A hundred percent. Think of an just eighty. So your grandpa was probably seventies. Yeah, he was. When you're when yep. you're talking. The way that you're talking about yeah. him, which is you can really hold it together. And Biden has. And uh, Bernie, you can really hold it together till a certain point. And then no matter what, 80 to 90. Yep. It starts to go. Danger zone. It just starts to go. It doesn't matter who you are. No. You cannot beat it. You can get all the work done you want, but you cannot beat. They still haven't figured out which they will at some point, right? Yeah. Figure out how to sharpen the brain along with the Botox, right? Yeah, oh yeah. But they haven't. So when I hear him talk, when I see him, I've, I saw him on interviews before he put his hat in. It was like Today Show and uh-huh. he's with his wife and she has to finish his sentences, like I've said, many times. Yes. She has to keep him on track. Yeah. She has to uh, remind him of what he was talking about. Um, to kind of prop him up. Same with Pelosi, though. You know, when I see her. Oh, God. When we found out how old she was, boom. I understood. Then. I, was, I like, was like, oh, shit. All right. Oh, bro. Go. Yeah. Away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to go. Yeah. Same so with the, the people that are making decisions and people that are running things are. By the way, I don't care what party you are, Democrat or Republican. 80. I don't want to fucking hear about it. Like, get them, get them all out of there at that age. Yeah, there should I mean, be a term I think that, yes, I think at a certain age you should be moving on. Yeah, retiring, right? I think so. I, I don't be surprised if this comes up in this election. I'm not surprised, but I'm just saying that 
uh, it it worries me. And like I'm saying, think of anyone you know in their 80s. Anyone. Yeah, I know. Lady that you see at the Walmart <laughs> that wants to talk to you about God knows what, right? <laughs> 80s. That's 80s. Yeah. Okay. A.D. Eight uh, zero. <laughs> yeah, okay. I thought you were saying after death for a second, like A.D., like before beast, like that, that's after B.C. I or, like when yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about and you're trying to like follow uh, man, I am in the minds. I'm in the yeah. mind of a maniac right now. Right. And I say a lot of times, I'm like, you know what I mean? And you're like. Nope. Yeah, no, sure. No idea. Moving on. Yeah. No idea. This yep. is a perfect segue for a crime corner. Oh, no. Crime corner. Crime corner. <laughs> what? I need the break. I know yeah, you do. You, I need the break. For the, the people, editing of the video show on the YouTube. People yes. People know. People know. So listen. Oh, crap. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I need to know who who sent it to me. Compu- Sorry. Your computer is not working again. No, I'm, I'm just somehow. saying. No, I'm saying. Okay, so TF Flynn 2. There we go. Ayo, who are you? So Flynn, he's a public figure. Okay. What is that? Because when you put public figure under your name, I still haven't done it. Is it on... Instagram. Facebook or Instagram? So on Instagram, you can put public figure underneath. Yeah. I didn't do that. Even with that. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I feel like anybody could do that, right? Anyone can. You just have to have the fucking balls. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? To be like, I'm a public figure, right? Which Flynn clearly does. I like it, Flynn. I like it, Flynn. I like the balls. Yeah. You know, I like the... uh, The brass. The brass. The moxie. Yeah. Anyways. The hubris. So he, he he sent me this, Detective Flynn. Detective Flynn. Yeah. You bet. Easy. Sounds good, doesn't it? Sounds real good. Sounds real. Rolls off the tongue. So I he sent me a a a, a, cr- the, a crime. Yeah, there it is. Whatever. As you're searching on your computer. It's like I'm eighty. <laughs> AD years old. Florida teen arrested. After a video shows him wrestling a fake alligator okay. in a mall. Ah. But this isn't the first. So he, he does this RKO move. You know this from yeah, wrestling? I do. Okay. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like the behind Big the. Big fan of that move. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Flynn also told me, hey, not sure you know this move, by the way. Yeah, but it's every, a wrestling all, move. And I'm like, it, thanks, yeah. Flynn. Yeah, exactly. Public figure, Flynn. No, I love you. <laughs> Just joking. Um, so. So this isn't the first time he's done this. So apparently he goes, he's on a, an RKO rampage. So he was first uh, arrested for trying to do this move on his principal ah, at school. He's a Florida teen. Guys, was he, okay, obviously. so let me ask you this. Was he trying to get these video? like was he videoing it, trying to get him to go viral? Because that's, that, that's a right. big move, right? Right. So that's a big move. So first he was, I, there's no video of the principal one. So I'm not sure why... That happened, but he was arrested for trying to his principal at school trying to RKO him. Sure. Um, and then later, a week later, he gets this video. He jumps into this like fake pond with a big, huge fake alligator. Right. Jumps over the thing, rips off his clothes. He has like a 
you know, shorts on and just does yeah, the RKO. an RKO yeah. on the fake alligator. alligator. Is there any video of that? Yeah. There we go. That's what, that's what it's for. That's what it's for, but I kind of like it. I, I don't mind. Here's the thing. I don't mind pranks and shit like that where sure, it's like, he's hey, the RKO guy. So nobody's, he's just gonna... nobody's getting hurt. Now, the principal could have gotten hurt. Yeah, and it's so, a move that can oh, yeah. hurt you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if you're, if you're at, the, at a Bills game, it's pretty much mandatory. Everybody that, that is attending the game or in the parking lot is getting RKO'd um, into a table or on, lit on fire. Like That is mandatory at a Bills game. I understand it. Okay. Um, kids are doing this online everywhere. I think it's fucking hilarious. Uh, but as long as nobody gets hurt, obviously. Right. So The fake I like, alligator one, I'll stand behind. Yeah, I like that he moved on to fake alligator <laughs> but to me you know with these things it's just the visual so him jumping over the thing at the mall yeah take stripping down and rkoing the fake the alligator. fake alligator to me i'm like i could hang out with you yeah you're like that you're my people that'd be fun yeah you're my people and then you get arrested and like that's hilarious like the police come yeah yeah yeah, yeah. because you rko'd i wonder if alligator. it was like one of those wishing wells it looks like that. That's well, it great. looks like a crazy, like a jungle in the middle of some mall in Miami, right? Miami, yeah. So they're going to have some weird jungle thing in the middle of the mall with I, fake I, alligators. I, I approve of that one. I don't know if he should have gotten arrested. Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> Just shoo him out. Shoo him out? Hey, brother, take your alligator and go home. Well, they're trying to stop his RKO rampage, probably. Maybe. He's on a, you know, a principal alligator. What next? Sky's the limit. I was gonna say kicking swans, but we've already done that story. Yeah, so it's like it's like that guy, only fake. Only fake. Yeah. Yeah. The kicking swans guy, like really. He kicked a swan. Yeah. That was real. Continues to do so. Yeah. Continues to do so to this day. But he's practicing karate. Yes. So we'll we'll give that to him. What? Who's that shirt you're wearing, by the way? Oh, this is Bronx blue. This uh, is talking to the microphone. This is a Judge Torres. Yep. There we go. 2019. 2019. Who, who's the company that makes that? Bronx Blue? Bronx Blue. So they are the Yankees apparel company. That's dope. I like that shit. Yeah. It says, make the Bronx great again, which I... Well, look, I picked the Yankees on, the, on my sports show to actually win the World Series this year. They have yeah, 14... Pla- no. They have 14 players on injured reserves. Like, Fuck. If they can come out of that some somehow miraculously and win the title, amazing. I've never seen a, a team in baseball lose fourteen players to the DL before, uh, but I, I like that that company. What's what's their story? Do they have uh, they go to the games? Are they so New York? New so Bronx Blue, uh, they have apparel, and then they do these meetups. So they kind of organize. Uh, meetups at Yankee Stadium. So whenever they're at home, I don't know if it's Word. only at Yankees, but I'm gonna try next time we're in New York. I'm gonna try and get in on one of those. Hell yeah! Just like groups. That what, go. Do they have a, they have a block of seats together? I remember some some uh, yeah something some people doing that, that for Indians games back in yeah, the day. Yeah, it's something like this, and you all meet up before and have drinks, and then you go to the game. And I'm down. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. And I like their apparel and I like their vibe. They seem like pretty cool dudes. Bron- the Bronx Blue. You can find them on Instagram. Hell yeah. And then uh, you can go to their website from there. And they've just, you know, they've got some just like cool, simple shirts. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, nothing too crazy right now, but I like the vibe. I saw so. the other one downstairs and I was like, yeah. hey, yeah. Okay, cool. The, yeah, yeah the, cool. the Aaron Judge one. That's awesome. We've been getting some awesome shit. Fucking Rick and Ben, dude. Sent in uh, Body. a nice little tumbler, a little BRCC now, Yeti. Now, Captain, Captain Abend. He's so captain. He he's is a captain of the show. forever, you know, I know he's trying to retire. But he's in our- He can't our, retire from my our precinct, precinct. Hall of Fame, though. Um, so, Rick Abend, you're the man. He always sends us cool ass shit. Yeah. And um, he, sa- he sent this, uh, it's a Yeti uh, cup. It was made by prisoners, he said. Yes. I didn't know prisoners made Yetis. Well, they they engraved it. Gotcha. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, so gotcha, they gotcha. did like my name and yeah. the BRCC logo logo and shit. Really? That's cool. Yeah. Like he's like awesome. Yeah, he's rad. Um, and anybody else who wants to send anything crazy into the PO box, uh, PO box thirty seven ninety three Wilmington, North Carolina two eight four zero six. And then uh, did Richard we'll Dinoff send us? He did. Dude, our buddy Richard. So, I, man, we've got to go and do a tailgate, a live show from Richard's tailgate this year at Ohio State. It's the best tailgate I personally have ever been to. And but. he's one of the greatest people on the planet. Yeah. Um, and uh, we were gone for like 35 days. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so a couple of people's things got sent back and they're like, hey, man, our, our package I got know. sent. But we were gone. I think they only hold it for like 30 days or something. Yeah. So we were in Los Angeles and then San Antonio and some other places. But uh, we're not going anywhere the rest of the year for, for 30 days ever again. Unless there's yeah, a, sorry. an apocalypse type situation. Sure, sure, then sure, we're all sure. fucked at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're, all, we're all in that together. Uh, now it's time to get to the revolutionary figure of the day, shall we, James? We shall. Um, this, guy, this guy's name is Jesse. Oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh. Uh, oh. What a, it's always a guy. It was very princish. Uh, it's always a guy. Me? No, it's always a guy that's named Jesse. Yeah, you're right. I get that a lot if, if you're a dude mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, are you married to a male partner? Yep. I get, I get that all the time. I'm like, no, no, it's a it's a lady. It's a fine lady. It's a and they're like, look, lady. hey, no we don't judge. Right. And yeah. you're like, no, no. And the more you say it, the more you sound crazy. The more it's just yeah. like, all right, cool. The more they're like, he is gay. Yeah, he is. He's probably going to leave here and try to suck his own dick in the parking lot before he goes home. So who's the revolutionary <laughs> figure? <laughs> Uh, his name is Jesse Lawrence Ferguson, and um, was one of my f- my favorites. I was a huge fan of the movie Boys in the Hood. Sure, he was an actor in the movie Boys in the Hood. He played the dirty cop who uh, pinned down uh, our boy. Okay, our boy Radio. Okay, our boy from Jerry Maguire, the Oscar oh, winner. Cuba, Cuba, Cuba getting junior. Couldn't think Pins of his him name. Down against Couldn't the, think of his name. The car. No, I'm reading off his highlights. I know, but you're like, I'm reading our boy. I, we love, we love radio. Cuba. Here's the thing. We love it's Cuba okay. Gooding Jr. It's okay if you couldn't think of the name. Some people shit on Cuba Gooding Jr. I, we actually love Cuba Gooding Jr. Who would shit on him? After Snow Dogs, man, he went through a rough patch. Snow Dogs? Yeah, he did that movie where he was with the dogs and like everybody made fun of him. It was a bad thing. They were like, man, why would an Oscar winner do fucking Snow Dogs uh, right afterwards? And, and it's like, like a kid's movie? Yeah. They backed up the truck is what they did, and they gave him a fuck ton of money. You're right, Koopa. Um, He's all, I'm fine, guys. Yeah. Don't worry about me. Uh, it was nice to see him pop up in the O.J. Simpson thing. Oh, Anyways, for sure. he got pinned down by the dirty cop in the car, and he goes, oh, oh the <laughs> Jesse Lawrence Ferguson. I used to, we used to say this to each other as kids, these lines from this movie over and over and over again. 
Oh, you think you're tough. <laughs> okay. I bet you one of them rolling 60s. Yeah, one of them Crenshaw Mafia motherfuckers. Um, so this is Jesse. This is Jesse. This, these right. were his lines. Okay. We used to say this over and over and over again. I think again. I've heard you guys say that to each other. All the time. All the time. I it's don't one, try and get into those... your inside jokes. No, I've, you don't. I've but I'm, gonna let, I'm, I'm let letting the world. I'm letting, I'm letting the world in now. Mm-hmm. And with, with this, Boys in the Hood at the time when that movie came out, like I want to say it was maybe '92 or whatever. Like I was, I, I was too young to get in. Um, and they were putting like guards at like movie theaters and stuff, and they were like, "Oh man." It's going to be a bunch of gang members going to see this movie or shootings or whatever. And I guess there actually was in L.A. at the time. So eh, maybe they were justified. Right. But we snuck in and saw it somewhere along the line. And like, I remember this this guy in particular. Oh, you think you tough? Because he Uh, didn't. If you go back and watch that movie. Like tense stuff. Yeah. If you go back and watch the movie, he doesn't open his mouth or teeth when he's delivering the whole speech. So it's like, oh, Think you tough? Oh, yeah. That's really one of them scary. Crenshaw Mafia motherfuckers. That's one really of them rolling sixties. That's him. He was one of my faves. And when he died, because you always wonder as an actor, like when you die, what they're gonna put up of your yeah. thing. It just said on on TMZ, "Boys in the Hood, Dirty Cop." <laughs> Jesse Lawrence Ferguson dies and they put the picture of him as the cop from oh Boys in the Hood and you're like but I went back and I looked hey. up his IMDB that was his most like yeah. notable thing or whatever either way he ended up on TMZ and people remembered and that was one of my favorite characters so fuck it I love it I'm amped I'm gonna give uh, Jesse Lawrence Ferguson a shout out and he was 76 years old so it's not like it was crazy it's not or, like he was fucking 80 or anything yeah he died before he's three, three, he died three years younger than Joe Biden. And mm-hmm. Joe Biden is still alive. He's just like freezing his face, trying to be like, I'm not old. Ah. Well, the average, what, what is it? The average life expectancy for a man is 76 years old. So like, yeah, you're there. You're right there. Biden, 79, man. He's past it. And so is Bernie. It's 78. Why does Bernie not seem the same kind of old? He does. He seems old and fucking crazy. He seems crazy, but he doesn't seem like it's hard for him to find words and to I'll, I'll tell you to stay on track. It's because of his look. So the way he looks, his appearance wise, he like looks like a crazy, yeah, yeah, crazy old grandfather. So when he speaks and talks about things and the way in which he delivers his mm-hmm. lines and his, his mannerisms and all that stuff, you accept it because of the way he looks. Now, Joe Biden is trying to young down and like, dude, I'm going to be real Unless people weren't talking about Joe Biden being 79, I don't think I would have known. I would have said, I, w- I think I would have said 70. Maybe no. S- yeah. Mm-mm. 68 to 70, I would have said. Mm-mm. For sure. I, that, that's exactly what I would have said. Whereas with Bernie, it's, cra- it's crazy Bernie and he's so, loud, you know. Yeah, it reminds me of a crazy grandfather. Like, I understand that one. Biden, he's younged himself down. And Hillary doesn't Everything seem he- as old as she is. What's that? Hillary doesn't seem as old as she is. How old, how old is she? talking. I think she's right around their same age, right? I don't know. I mean, they've, they've all been tied together for so long that... Uh, we'll just, I we'll just type in. I, we look at the internet. Jesse and Ross looking at the internet. 71. Mm. Uh, she'll be, actually, she'll be 72 this year. So, okay. yeah. She's, and they she's were where saying I thought that she was. She was old. She was where I thought she was. 
Well, they were saying she was old because of the problems she was having health-wise. So they were more focusing on health. And and to be fair, I think they did it to Trump where they were asking to, to, to release the doctor's report, reports or whatever. Because Trump <coughs> is around that same. I want to say he's 71 too. Or um, older. Might be 72. 72. Okay. <clears throat> so look, but this is, we're, we're heading into the election or whatever. He'll be what, 76, 77 when he dies. You know? When? His, his, his life expectancy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, look. So, I, when, 76, 77 when the presidency ends, the next mm-hmm. one. So, that's, you know. Yeah, the, yeah. He dies toward the end of that at the, the right. you know, at the, the normal male expectancy. God, then you're like, all right, if cool. fucking, if Biden goes, let, let's say, eight years. Whoo. You're going to have to get him out towards the end. It's going to be like a Reagan situation. Like you're going, your mind is going, bro. Like he's leading, you know, he's leading right now by a lot. Um, Not sure. And there was a shock poll done. I don't believe this poll, but again, the media, and it's dangerous to keep posting his fucking polls. They said Biden's up by eight over Trump, which don't buy that whatsoever. But let's say he does win, right? Let's say he wins that primary. Got a dude who's seventy nine years old who who might be able to be president. Mm-mm. I wonder. I wonder if he would be eighty opening because it's the next year, right? Uh, I just think get a group of just just oh, fuck. He's seventy six. Just get a group of normal who Biden. No, so he'll be seventy seven this year. I was incorrect. Bernie seventy seven. I I don't know where I got seventy nine from. Pelosi is seventy nine. Mm. That's why. Pelosi 79. So Biden is 76. He'll be 77 in November. So by the time. Yeah. So no, that, that's correct. So by the time the, the presidency is announced, he'll be, he'll be 78 years old. Mm-hmm. So in 2020 at that time, he'll be 78 years old. So that's, that's pretty close. Mm-hmm. By the time he's sworn in, that's in January. I mean, you're looking at. You'll be right around. You'll be right around that seventy-nine year. Mm-hmm. His first year of presidency, the first entire year, he'll be seventy-nine. Mm-hmm. Fuck me. That's and then cr- he'll be. And just like I said, just get a group. This will be a good thing for Trump. Just get a group of seventy-nine-year-olds. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like panel-wise, just normal seventy-nine, eighty-year-olds, right? Elizabeth Warren is sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. Yeah. Young buck. Yeah. She is ready to go. She seems older than all of them. <laughs> I know. Doesn't she just? <laughs> she's at the, the golden age, though, in life, you know? Yeah, she's 69. at her sexual prime. You know that. 69. For women. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. She knows what she wants. She gets what she wants. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sexual prime, 69. You know oh, that? If you can see Jesse's facial reactions on the video show, it's worth its weight in <laughs> for, gold. Uh, right for now. Elizabeth. Elizabeth Just a Warren. Feeling. Just uh <laughs> That's the feeling. It's not it's not gonna look like her or anything, but <laughs> I wanna do your idea, by the way. You had a great idea off air. Oh. And I want to start incorporating that into the show if we can. Uh, and we'll look into this. We're, by the way, for everybody at home, we're getting a new studio and like a massive like media company and all this shit, right? Mm-hmm. So we're, at, we're we're moving the sets and, and heading into big offices with that. 
I'd like to get a an a one eight hundred number put in so people yeah. could call in. Mm-hmm. You had an awesome idea about doing anonymous. Well, yeah, so it's a segment we must be in over overtime right now. You can do whatever you want. Um so it's a segment I wanted to what? Overtime. <laughs> yeah. Oh, overtime. Are you, are you gonna put your song in? <laughs> You should. The people maybe want it. I know. After the last maybe show. Maybe they don't want they it. They do. They do. We got a lot um, of comments that they loved it. Overtime. Overtime. Going into overtime. 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 Going into overtime. <laughs> so put it in. Put your song but anyway, in. Anyway, so I wanted to do a segment called Anonymom where... Uh, you know, moms, when they've had a kid or two or whatever, you know, can accidentally get very wasted because our tolerance is way down. We no. can't really drink that much, whatever. So if we're able to, you kind of let us loose for a second. Accidentally, whether you take shots or whatever, you can get, I mean, wasted, wasted, mom wasted, right? Yeah. So the idea was kind of, you know, I have a friend out here that has a really funny story from Garden Party. I'm going to ask her to do it. Give me a, a voicemail of it. Okay. Garden Party is this very posh um, thing that we do in North Carolina every year when yeah. the azaleas bloom. <laughs> and it's like, but it really is a bunch of rich, you know, well-to-do ladies, mm-hmm. moms that dress up, put on a little hat and they day drink. Ah. starting at around 11 and it's bourbon and like tequila and things like this sure all day so like our neighbors you know we have pictures of them kind of being brought home by their husbands asleep in the car you know in the nice dress and the hats all i was unaware that it was bourbon that's why i had this surprise response to that the ladies are drinking bourbon oh so the story i hope that i hope she gets on here is you know they first around 11 uh it was a shot of bourbon and mm-hmm. then a shot of tequila somewhere after that because there's all these booths and these things and everybody's day drinking right so that was again at 11 o'clock so she went through the whole day all the way until her mom picked her up from her friend's driveway Oof. at maybe midnight one and one a.m that's a long day though and she had to drop a pin. She didn't know where she was. So it's a long day. But she is like, she's a, a mom that, ni- again, 90% of the time is a mom, sober mom with yeah, her four kids. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And so I don't know exactly how to do it. Let me know what you guys think or if you can. It'd be just cool to get voicemails. It would, yeah. Of a mom's, mom's mom wasted. Mom wasted. And the idea is like, guys, you guys can say that you get wasted all the time. I know. No one will look at you as like a bad father. It's like you were on a trip. You're on a fishing trip or whatever. And for moms, we have to not say our name. So it would be anonymous. Like you don't have to say who you are or names of anyone. It's the only way that we can truly tell our stories. I think it would. Wasted stories. Yeah, I think it would be hilarious. And you're right. Dads can get away with more. There was one dad at one of these functions that I went to, somebody's Christmas party or whatever, and they were like, "Hey man, can you drive?" Because we were we we'd come later or whatever. And mm-hmm. every, by the time we showed up, everybody was trashed. Yeah, and it was just like, "Oh, all right, we'll have two drinks and then bounce." Yeah, and he was like, "Hey man, can you drive?" I was like, "Yeah, cool." And he goes, "Awesome man, I forgot my keys inside uh, the bar. I'll be right back." Right, and I was already 
in the driver's seat, you know, at this mm-hmm. point of our car. He had actually gone in. It wasn't his keys at all. He had actually gone in to grab a full double Jack and Coke. Sure. Uh, in the gla- in the actual bar glass. So mm-hmm. he took the glass from the bar itself out, oh, okay. out into the vehicle. Okay. And okay. I was like, and then he put he because the the cup holder was in the middle. Yeah. And then he put that down there, and I uh-huh. was like, whoa, 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 whoa! Hey. Uh, got, I still gotta I gotta drive. And he goes, oh, man, what, do, what are you not cool? And I was like, no, 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 I don't care that you drink at all. Like, I'm super cool. Don't, yeah, don't, don't. I was like, but I can't drive. Like, it's going to get all over the car. I'm worried about get, getting all over the car. I don't care that you took the drink from the thing. You know? Sure, sure. We had a hearty chuckle, me and some of the other fathers that were in yeah. the back about this dude, right? Oh, God. And so you're right. As dads, I didn't, I didn't think of another. I didn't bat an eyelash. No, it wasn't like, oh, he's a bad dad. He doesn't take care of his family no. or whatever. Great dude. He's a great dude. Right. Um, and that's the beautiful thing about being a mom. I just didn't want it spilling in my car, mm-hmm. man. Like, just hold on to your fucking glass. When guys have kids, when guys, yeah, when guys have kids, they're just a guy who has kids. Right. You don't necessarily think of them as a dad, right? You have kids sometimes that you have sure. to, like, deal with. Moms, it's like as soon as you have a kid, you're a mom. Stamp. Like, there's no, it's not like yeah, there's no going you're back. a real person that has kids or right. this is who you are this time. You know, it's you don't get to be anything else than that. <laughs> so, but we do have, like, funny stories and ridiculous shit. and Girls are disgusting, too. Talk shit about our kids and all these things, but we have to do it anonymously because you can't, you just can't go down like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And girls are disgusting too. So the stories you guys have so disgusting, or are, are probably worse than guys. Oh yeah. If you if you really pinned it down for sure. So girls' bathrooms are uh, the worst. Way grosser, yeah, yeah. yeah. At the end of the bar, cleaning up the end of the bars. The end of the night, I, like it was always. A, I don't. I don't want to clean out the girls' bathroom Mm-mm. every single time. It was just like God Between damn it. Between puke, tampons, tampons, clogs, everything else. Yes. Uh, yeah. Across the board, mm-hmm. we were just like. Mm-hmm. It's a, it was a bloody shitty mess in there where you're just like, oh my they God. They save the shits. If, if guys. Cause you're not going to do it at your boyfriend's house or whatever. So yeah. It's like shits are always saved it, for public bathrooms. And if you're at one of these bars and you saw what was going on in there, 90% of the dudes would not hit on any of these girls at the mm-hmm. bar whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Um, OT, James. Oh, for time. What's your little <laughs> song? You should play oh, your little time. song out of it. Overtime. <laughs> Going into overtime. Overtime. <laughs> I was just like laughing myself making that, you know. I look, the audience. Hopefully you guys like it. The audience loved it on the last show. It's just um, annoying enough for you. Yeah. And on the next one, we got, uh, it happened, by the way. Huh. Uh, we, don't, we don't do previews of next shows very often. Ooh, We're going to do it coming now. up. Coming up on a Thursday night's episode, usually they drop at eight o'clock um, for the Friday drive. We got uh, we got my boy here, uh, Riz, where's Rizwan Verk from the high, the high simulation hypothesis. Really Holding cool, that book up the camera. dude. Awesome, guy. awesome interview. I was nervous. Yeah, I was nervous. I'm not gonna lie. You did call me. You you, told, you called me dumb. I did call you dumb a lot. I, a little dummy. Um, a little dumb, dumb. No, no, no. But we, we, because we had joked about it off air, where it was just like, "Whoa, I can't." Oh, even I mean, get into a conversation is, like this guy is way too smart and to that, even be talking to you. To and be that's honest. and that's what I said. Like that's why I felt nervous. I don't, 
I don't feel nervous talking to very many people very often. I feel like I'm at least well read enough to understand everything that's going on. And like this, I read this guy's book. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I've known about the sim world. We've joked about it on the show for a, a long time. Um, not, well, not really joked, but kind of like, hey, this yeah, could yeah. be real, right? Yeah, yeah. But once you start talking to someone that smart, you're like, oh, no. I, there, there comes a point. Where you're like, he could just crush me mentally on some conversation that I would have no idea about. And then be like, just stop dead in the middle of the conversation and just say, you don't know anything, do you, dummy? Yeah, you little dummy. You little dummy. You don't know anything mm-hmm. I'm talking about. And you'd about. be like, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't you know what crumple. you're talking about. Yeah. 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 And it's weird. Like, that's a weird power to have over someone, I think. I like it. Right. Because it's, look, it's the... But he was way the nice rise of and education. Cool he was and rad. Not yeah. pretentious or con- condescending awesome. in any way. He very he was he was cool. But when you're talking to an MIT scientist, sure. you're like, what am I? What am gonna? I? Yeah, you're nothing. I, I, exactly. You are nothing. That's what I felt like, and good, I felt like good, good. I felt like at any moment in the conversation, he, he could have just turned and said, "You don't know what I'm talking about, dummy." Yeah, and you'd be like, or or ask you to be like, <laughs> you understand what I was saying, right? Can you repeat it back to me? Tell that me about the protests. Like, oh, you get like caught in yeah, yeah. school being like, Ooh. but he was awesome, and uh, I can't believe it went down. We <laughs> I joked on air. I was like, I wonder if I'm famous enough to get him really on. Did not think he was going to do it. To be honest, <laughs> just. And he did say that he listened to another episode, and I was like, ah, he liked the show. If you listen to one episode, you're not doing the show. He loved it. He loved the show. That scares me about everyone. We get someone on, just don't listen to it. Yeah. Don't listen to the show. <laughs> don't listen to me being a little dumb, dumb. It was great, man. So that, that, that one's going to be next. Um, and super, super stoked about it. So cool. So much fun. I, it's, it's one of the. Just interesting. He's really interesting. But guy it's one of the biggest joys I have hosting a podcast is you get to talk to people that never in a million years would I ever get to talk to this person, hang out with this person, nothing Mm -hmm. like that's why I do it. I'm super grateful to do this. I'm super grateful that everybody listens because I would never get to talk to people like this in a million years. Mm -mm. MIT scientists ever tell you to fuck off. Yeah. It's not like we're running in the same circles, you know, it's not like I run into him in in the bathroom Mm -hmm. on, you know, at Myrtle beach being like, Hey, you got a key bump. Yeah. I got a, I gotta keep this thing going. You gotta keep up. Like I'll, I'll never run into him in real life, uh-huh. um, but on the show, absolutely. And that's why I think Rogan does it, because um, that was a very Rogan esque show to me, where you talk to somebody who's way outside of your mental capacity. <laughs> yeah, and you just try. You just you're just interested. Yeah, it's just the idea of being interested. Maybe not the you know super knowledgeable absolutely everything but just interested in everything i think the more and more you surround yourself with people like that or attempt to at least try to have conversations outside your comfort zone it makes you a better person so uh this was definitely one of them and uh i'm psyched for that episode to air Uh, i'll be curious as to people's thoughts on it yeah it was really good uh this was fun Jabes. yeah don't turn 80 around jesse wiseman though Uh, she will let you know about it I can't wait to see that little that that uh, census or that um, control group. What do they do? What's the thing? Focus group. Focus group. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they're gonna be. You never have to worry about me turning eighty. That'll never happen. Yeah, me neither. Year. I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> you might. I, th- I I think you might outlive live me for sure. Yeah, I'm super healthy. But... 
Yeah. Yeah. Not me. No. For Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I am Ross Patterson. I'll be dying before 76. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.